What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Kay Monet, and I am back with another episode. This is part two of Unpopular Opinions. If you did not get a chance to listen to part one, I want you to hit pause because we got into some things, okay? Let me give you a quick recap. We started off by saying, basically, you got me messed up. That's how we started it. We said, no more Mrs. Nice Girl. You will not run over me. We have boundaries, okay? Putting yourself first is not selfish. It is self-care. People will try to shame you. They'll call you bougie. They'll say that you're high maintenance. But usually the people who are telling you that you're doing the most and that you're doing too much are not doing enough. So don't let them people talk down to you. They need to recognize that you have a healthy self-esteem and you will act accordingly, period. We also got into this whole thing of role reversal. And basically we decided that if men would just date inside their tax bracket, date who you can afford men and we won't have these problems we're not getting down on our knees to propose to you we're not courting you we're not sending you a good morning text okay we will reply good morning after you said it to us you wake up with us on your mind not the other way around i don't know what happened i would really like to find the guy who started pushing this i'm the prize type thing i mean you are right I mean, y'all do add value sometimes. Y'all really do. I'm not even gonna try to play my fellas or whatever because I love y'all. But do your job. Guy gave you a job. You didn't do it. Then he gave you a woman and then you blamed everything on her. Let's not, okay, sorry. I'm not gonna get on the Adam and Eve because every single time Adam and Eve, y'all get on my nerve, okay? We could have been butt naked chilling right now, okay? Everybody could have had a six pack because we will all be eating fruits and veggies right now and living it up. We wouldn't have to fly to the beach. We'd already be there. But y'all want, okay, reel it in. What else did we talk about? We talked about how ghosts, okay, well, <laughs> I want to say we, because <laughs> this was the most controversial one. This is the one where people were like, mm-mm, cut her off. So I talked about how ghosting is a gift. Everybody else thinks that it's immature, which I get. It is immature to just stop talking to somebody out of nowhere. But actions do speak louder than words. So if you're not calling me back, if you're not responding to anything that I'm sending to you, I'm pretty sure you're done with me. And I need to take that blessing, okay? The blessing has my name on it. And I need to wrap myself around it because you probably wouldn't have did me right anyway. So that is where we left off in part one of Unpopular Opinions. So let's get it started with the second round. And I want to start off by saying that you should not show your partner your hand when you're first dating. What do I mean by that? Okay, so let's think about a game of spades. And wait, before we get into that, let me not cap. I don't know how to play spades for real. Let me tell y'all about the one time I tried to play spades. So they sit me down next to my best friend at the time. Remember, at the time, she no longer messes with me because the spades game broke us up. But anyway long long time ago long long time ago so she like you gonna be my partner okay cool you always my partner we partner in crime you my best friend let's do it they give me these cards and they say the goal of this game is for you and your partner to get books so i show her my hand like all right let's see what we got let's see how we're gonna strategize they immediately got mad smacked the cards out my hand and then had to shuffle all over because I guess you're not supposed to show your partner the hand. I did not know that. I thought it was a team effort. Like normally when you have a team effort, y'all strategize about stuff. But obviously in this game, you do not. Okay, whatever. Learned the hard way. So I get my new cards and I'm looking at my hand. I'm deciding how many books I'm gonna get. She gonna decide how many she gonna get. 
and we're playing and then somewhere in the game I reneged okay whoop de doo my bad I didn't know this is my first time there's no grace in this game like there's no grace at all there's no practice round you're just thrown to the wolves and then just like that you no longer have a best friend so I quickly learned that I'm not a spades player, okay? So from now on, I watch it from afar too. I don't even get too close because I don't even want you to ask me nothing about it. Like I'll bring you a drink. I'll bring the snacks around, but I'm not playing. I've decided I'm more of a I Declare War, Tunk, 500. I'm more of a Uno, Fish Fish, Do You Got Any Threes type of girl, okay? I can't really rock with the spades. I just... Figured I'm not good at it. I tried it once and I was like, this is not for me. This is not for everybody. It's fine. Everybody can't be great at everything. And I'm not great at space. But let me get back on track because y'all know I will completely just be elsewhere. And I'm like, ma'am, can you please finish the podcast? Like, why do you always do this to us? I'm so sorry. I need a co-host. I need somebody or I need a technician or something to sit here and say, ma'am, get on your job. The point of me bringing up spades is you're not supposed to show your partner your hand. You look at your own hand, you evaluate yourself, you declare how many books you bring to the table. Your partner looks at their hand, they evaluate themselves, they say how many books they can bring to the table, y'all discuss it, y'all decide y'all's books together, and then y'all review the board and y'all play accordingly. I feel like dating should be similar. Don't fill out their dating application for them. Let them figure some things out for themselves. Ladies, the thing about us, we gonna tell our whole life story in one sitting. We do. And then these dudes just sweep us off our feet in the first few weeks. And we're just like, oh my gosh, I just feel like you know me. You know why he knows you? Because you told him every single thing. You're spoon feeding him your life and giving him all the free game. And he's just soaking it up and using it against us. So dudes would be like, what are you looking for in a man? And me unknowingly just one, two, three pull the list out my purse. Here you go. Line one. Let's look at this. So you tell them line one, if you can't submit to God, I can't submit to you. All that yada. Next thing you know, he's telling you about this Bible study that he holds at his house every Tuesday. Now, mind you, you've been at his house and he's been going up on a Tuesday, but not up to the altar. But as soon as you say that you want a God-fearing man, all of a sudden he a deacon. And he has Bible study at his house. Okay, sir. And then here's another one. You'd be like, oh, okay, I want a hood dude, but I want him to be sensitive. Like, you know, you can be hood with everybody else, but like, show me your soft side. Like, I want you to be vulnerable. Then this man want to take you to pick out puppies, but oh, he want to pick out pit bull puppies because he got to still show you he a thug. Boy, bye. We are telling these dudes our playbook and they are running with it. They like, put me in coach. She done gave me all the X's and O's. Ain't that what they put on the playbook? Let me stop talking about stuff that I don't know how to talk about. I done told y'all about space. I don't know how to play that. Now I'm doing football strategy? Like, stop, sis. No. Mm -mm. But back to what I was saying. How many times have you hit your homegirls up? You've been in the group chat like, girl, I met this guy. He is so fine. We going here. He's this and this and that. And then two weeks later, you got that one petty friend in the group that be like, so, okay, what happened to you and such and such? And you try to change the subject, but this one don't let it go. She be like, no, because you had said, remember you said you liked him and that y'all were, mm, and you just sitting there because he's gone. You don't gave him the fast track VIP access to you. And then as soon as he gets what he wants, he'll get what he wants for a little bit. And then he'll start acting funny. 
and try to hit you with the, oh, we weren't really together. Okay. And this all could have been avoided if we just didn't show our hands so quickly. Now, ladies, I'm not telling you not to talk when you're on a date. I'm not telling you not to be yourself. I'm not telling you to bring in the representative. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is keep a little bit of mystery about yourself. When you're having a conversation with him, let him lead the conversation. But listen, if he asks you what you like in a man, say, I like trips to the beach and grown men who are past their whole face. Next question. And say it with a straight face. Don't give bullet points, okay? He doesn't deserve that yet. And then don't go too far into your past either and say, oh, I did this, I did that, da 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 da, da. He might not last, okay? Everybody does not deserve your story. And I had to learn that from my therapist. It's kind of hard for me, though, because I have to tell y'all my story because that's a part of my purpose and the path that God has put me on. But if God has not told you to share your business, don't give it to everybody. Fill him out. See if you even want to have a second date with him. Make sure he's fully vetted and fully invested his time and his energy with you before you open up and give him the keys to your world, okay? And the thing about men, though, even if you're not giving them a play-by-play, if they're interested in you, they'll notice certain things about you anyway. They'll figure out what type of food you like. They'll see what type of colors you gravitate to. They'll notice when you change your hair. They'll notice when you change your nails. They'll be paying attention to you if they really like you, okay? So keep a little bit of mystery about yourself in the beginning before you start oversharing. Okay, let's get into our next unpopular opinion. So I know everybody's heard that saying you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. You can. You definitely can. I'm a little sensitive about this subject. You can. And the reason why I'm sensitive about it is because half of us are dating hoes right now. We don't know it because God did not tell them to snitch on themselves like he did someone else that we all know. Okay. A lot of these people out here have a past. Do not dwell on it. But seriously, everybody has a past. Some people's past involve more bodies than others, but that does not necessarily mean that that person is a bad person. So say they wild out when they were in college. That was however many humpteen years ago. They can be a completely different person by now. Listen, y'all, the whole phase builds character. Yes, I said it, okay? It's a learning experience. You're learning a lot about yourself. You're learning a lot about the type of people that you do and do not want to surround yourself with. But here's the catch. You got to date reformed hoes, not people that are still in their whole phase living their best life. No, you got to deal with the ones that been there, done that time to move on, okay? Because the good thing about reformed hoes is that they've already had their fun and they're ready to settle down. They usually stay faithful because they've already done all their wild stuff. They're like, look, I'm tired. I want to do all this stuff to one person. But I need y'all to focus on the fact that I said reformed hoes, okay? No longer about that life. Because if you mess with somebody who hasn't gotten it all out of their system yet, you will be in for a huge awakening like my man's Hosea in the Bible. Okay, so let me tell y'all a quick, quick story. God was like, yo, Hosea, I need you to marry this chick. She belongs to the streets, bruh. Not even gonna lie to you. She's for everybody, but I need you to rock with me because I'm trying to prove a point. So... Hosea, he's obedient. He finds chick. He marries her. They have children in chapter one and everything is cool. But by chapter three, she starts tripping. Okay. She is back up in the whorehouse turning tricks. So imagine God tells you to marry somebody and then now you got to go 
walk up to the whole house. They like, there's some hoes in this house. There's some, like, they're playing the music. You already know what's going down in there. And you got to walk up in there and get your wife up off somebody? Mm-mm. I don't think, I don't think a lot of us would have agreed to that. But Jose was a G. He went up in there, he got his wife, and God was like, don't be funny acting because this is how y'all treat me. Y'all try to worship other guys and I still take y'all back. So go in the house, go get your whole wife because hoes need love too, and go on about your business. Now, random, I don't know why my mind just went here, but if you do date somebody and they turn out to be a hoe, do not move to Atlanta thinking that it's gonna solve all your problems. That's another unpopular opinion. People think that if you move to Atlanta, okay, I love to say people. I be trying to blame y'all for the stupid stuff I do. I thought that if I moved to Atlanta, all my problems would disappear because they make it look so cool on TV. Listen here, all we got in Atlanta is traffic and hookah. That's it. We ain't got nothing else here, okay? There ain't even no peaches here for real. I ain't seen not one peach since I've been here, okay? Atlanta lies to you in your face. Don't fall for it. I don't know who that is for, but if you're thinking of moving to Atlanta, mm-mm. Especially if you're single, don't move here single. You're not gonna find, mm-mm, no, mm-mm. I'm sorry, I don't, that was on my spirit, it jumped out. If it's for you, take it. If it's not, let's go on to the next one. All right, so the last one I wanna talk about, this one is very personal to me because I just don't understand. So. There's this whole thing that Christians aren't supposed to be lit, that we're supposed to be in this little tight box with all these rules and just be boring. And I hate that for us. So no, Christians are supposed to be lit. That is my unpopular opinion. We're not supposed to fit into what you think we're supposed to fit into. Now I'm not saying, okay, before y'all start tripping, when I say lit, I'm not talking about drunk and all this stuff. I'm talking about when you say somebody's lit, you're like, oh, they're a vibe. They're fun to be around. They're so dope. That's what I think Christians should be. God doesn't want no bland mayonnaise or black licorice flavored Christians. What kind of stuff is that? He said he's the light of the world and he made us in his image. So y'all don't think we supposed to be lit? I just don't understand it. So do me a favor real quick. Think about the dopest person you know, just dead or alive, the tightest person that you can think of. God made them. So you really think that if he made all these talented musicians and all these beautiful people with these creative ideas that he wants us to sit somewhere and just be boring and stale, we should be the influencers, not the other way around. But the crazy thing about this is it be your own Christian family that be trying to put you down. Okay, let me tell y'all this story real quick. So there's this celebrity and y'all probably know who I'm talking about because y'all know I absolutely love her, but I'm not gonna name drop, but I absolutely adore her. She was on a beach. She's a Christian. She was on a beach and guess what she had on? She had on a swimsuit because duh, that's what you wear to a beach. When I tell you social media tried to drag her like, oh, you're supposed to be a Christian. You should cover up. What y'all want her to wear to the beach? A choir robe? Seriously. Seriously, what y'all want her to wear to the beach? It's hot outside. She's at a beach. She's going swimming. It's not like she had on a thong and she was just making it clap 
all on your IG story. No, she had on a swimsuit and she was minding her business, soaking up the sun, and they tried to come for her. These are the Christian people who are talking about us when they should be going hard for us. And I'm not saying Christians can live any old type of way or whatever, but I am saying sometimes people need to mind their business. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's my opinion. Sometimes people need to mind their business. Let this ma'am go and wear this swimsuit if she want to. People be out here judging, doing all this crazy stuff, and it's really not that serious. Like, let people live. Because the thing is, there's certain people who are only going to listen to her. They're only going to come to God because of something that she posts or something that she says because of her influence. And if y'all sitting there trying to drag her down and she got to filter through her comments because she might miss the person she was actually supposed to touch because she's too busy trying to delete y'all and block y'all. We really got to stop doing that, especially if you're a Christian too. Like be on our side for like, can we, can we just come together? Like where's our army at? We be against each other. That's what, okay. All right, hop off your soapbox, sis, because it's not even, it's not even time for that. You get them in the next one. I'm going to address that further in the next episode. Maybe I'll do that. We'll dedicate a whole episode to that because I can go on this forever. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get to the please her tip of the day, which is to never abandon yourself to try to fit into a box that someone else has created for you. Everyone might not agree with your opinions. I know I've said some stuff and people have DM me and say, I don't necessarily agree with this. And I'm like, that's fine. I respect your opinion. I'm glad you respect mine. Let's both go on about our business. Everyone might not agree with your opinions and they might not like how you move, but it is what it is. Your goal is to please yourself. Move how you want to move in accordance with God, of course. But don't worry about anybody else. God is the standard. Everybody else can fall in line because you do not have to answer to them. And I know y'all seen that post on social media that says, don't shriek yourself into bite-sized pieces. Let them choke. I'm here for it. I agree. It is K-Monet approved. This is what I've learned from my former people-pleasing days. No matter what you do, there's always going to be a hater in that category. No matter what you do, there's always going to be somebody that doesn't like it or has something to say about it. So you might as well do you, right? So I'm going to end on that note. I want to thank everybody for joining me today. The purpose of my unpopular opinions was not trying to offend anyone. I just had some stuff that I need to get off my chest. And I wanted to let you guys know that it's okay to be different. It's okay to go against the grain. If we were all the same, the world would be mad, boring, and who has time for that? So I'm going to end today's episode with our mantra, which is please her or please leave. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you didn't, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to keep it to yourself because you want to argue. I can't argue with you. You mad. I can't argue with you. <laughs> I love Plies. I couldn't even say that with a straight face. I love him. If y'all do not know what I'm referring to, please Google Plies you want to argue and you will be weak. All right, until next time. I'll see y'all later. Bye.